Welcome back to the final episode of Talent Talk for the Year. I'm your host, Bea Barbosa, and today I'm joined by CB icon, Mr. Tom English. Today we're talking about Mr. English's 43 years at CB. Legend says that the CB campus was actually built around room 402 because he has made such a big impact on our community. From teacher to graduation coordinator and everything in between, Mr. English has seen the many changes CB has undergone throughout the years. We talk about all this and more on this episode of Talent Talk. So you've been here for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, what led you here? When did you start? Just talk about your experience getting started at CB. Okay, I was um, working for an engineering firm and um, writing radiation safety training manuals because it's the only job I could find. I wasn't interested in teaching high school at all. My goal was to teach at a community college and then get my Ph.D. and then teach at college. And I managed to find a summer job at the state because I got tired of writing radiation safety training manuals for nuclear power plants. Don't ask me about it because those plants are all now closed, which should tell you about my writing skills and (laughs) what I taught them not to do. But um, while I was working at the state for this three-month job, um, I had a friend where I was working who I was working with at this engineering company who told me about a job here at Christian Brothers and they're looking for a humanities teacher. Um, I looked at that as an opportunity to get a couple of years teaching experience. I'd never heard of the Christian Brothers. Uh, I'd never heard of Christian Brothers High School even though I'd been in Sacramento for about eight or nine years. And so I interviewed and got the job to teach a subject called humanities which is an integrated history, English and um, religion course. So. I took the job knowing that I was just going to be there a couple of years, and here I am 42 years later. So <laughs> it's, it's not what I had initially thought. I still was my first couple of years, so I was not going to stay. I was going to leave, mm-hmm. but um, kind of got hooked. Got hooked, for yeah. sure. Well, what would you say captivated you the most? Um, initially, not working with all boys, because we were the uh, unisex at that time, and I was having a tough time dealing with the... Uh, massive quantities of um, testosterone that were coating (laughs) all of the buildings here on campus. Uh, The brothers and the way they treated me, um, I wasn't, they were not, I had a brother I was assigned to kind of as kind of a mentor and um, he had been around for quite a while and his whole thing was, you know, I want you to, he was going to teach me how to be a teacher. I had no idea what I was doing, even though I'd been teaching or lecturing at City College for a couple of years before that. Um, and he, there was just something about working with him and the approach to the kids that I enjoyed. But it took me a couple of years to really realize what that was. Your first year as a teacher, as Mr. Anderson can vouch, <laughs> is just one, you're hanging on for dear life, just trying to get through the day sometimes. So, yeah. But I just enjoyed the way they dealt with the kids. It was not what my high school experience was at all. So. Yeah, that's interesting hearing about the brothers because that's not my experience at all. I think things have changed a lot. What would you say is like how things have changed or like the biggest change you think? Um, Well, when I was here, there were 10 or 12 brothers. 
So, and they were in the verge of, you know, slowly but surely, some of them retiring, some of them dying, et cetera, um, and then moving on to other schools. But um, there was a different sense of community, and that's not good or bad. It was, you were kind of, they were working with you, but they expected you to be there doing things with them, as opposed to you've got a certain assignment, you go off and do mm -hmm. it. No, they're gonna be there with you whenever you're doing something. So there was, I can't think of one activity or work study project that I was on with kids that there wasn't a brother there. So they were, you know, you just saw this, this role model of they're always there doing everything. And they expect you to be doing that to the extent that you could. They recognize people are married and have kids and stuff. But yeah, for sure. So, so it's a different, so it was a different atmosphere. We're all so much smaller. There were only 35 lay teachers and the rest were brothers. Wow. And their thing even was once you got there, um, they expected you after five or ten years to move on. The only long-term teachers that were here were Leinberger and Wittry. I mean, long-term yeah. meaning they'd only been here about ten years then, so. Wow, that's interesting. What would you say is, like, the most similar thing, that things have stayed the same kind of in that sense? There's still a, a, a sense of community with, with the faculty and staff. People tend to support each other for the most part. We're much larger. I mean, it's a much, much larger community, so some of the things you would do or uh, the tightness of a small group of people of 35 or 40 people is different than 100 people. There, there is a, um, I'm trying to think of the wording. Um, be, when you have more people, you can't all be together. It's not quite as, I, I don't want to use the word inclusive, but it's not quite the same because there's more of you. And so it's, it's harder to get to know people is, is also part of an issue. There's too many people. Yeah, that's interesting hearing like, I didn't realize how, hearing like about like, uh, Lineberger or Witchery, like I feel like they're, I hear them like they were here for forever. So you started and they'd been here for only 10 years? Something like that, yeah. Wow. That's I mean, I, at that time I didn't care. They were the, yeah. they were these guys that people looked at with, you know, okay, that's Lineberger and Witchery, okay. <laughs> you go ask them, but yeah. you, you could get an answer out of Jack, but not out of Ronnie, so. Yeah. <laughs> so you've taught like all grade levels, you've been involved in a lot of different things here at CB, like, uh, vice principal, graduation coordinator, all that type of stuff. What would you say has been your favorite role while at CB? Teacher. Teacher? Yeah. Why so? Um, working with the kids. Okay. And the, um, the look on a student's face when they get something is, it, when they really get it, and suddenly you see them making all sorts of other connections with it, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's something that takes place in their eyes that you would not even see with most adults. Um, and suddenly you, you see this, um, growth, intellectual growth right there in front of you, or, you know, their ability to make sense of something they couldn't fathom before. That's yeah. probably the most rewarding thing. A face it, you probably never saw me make. Uh, <laughs> well, not right now with your mask on, definitely. So, um, no, but, you know, no, you see it in almost yeah. every kid, you know, they're, unless they're sleeping or something, which I think that was where you were, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, uh, what do you think you're gonna miss the most about CB? There isn't one thing. Um, first of all, I'm not going away. I'm just not going to be here. I mean, I, I plan on, on coming to things to plague the teachers, if nothing else. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss a lot of things. I'm primarily, the, the kids and the and the teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, the the day to day. Well, not so much this year, but um, in the normal world, the day to day uh, interactions with the teachers. The 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 interaction with interactions with the kids, just having the conversations that this this once in a hundred year event is kind of eliminated. 
So th th there's a different sense right now, but I'm, I will still miss the kids and the teachers. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy just about everything I've done for one mm -hmm. reason or another, but the, the thing that will be missed will be the kids and the teachers, the interactions. Yeah. Do you have any favorite memories that come to mind? There's too, there's too many things. If, if you buy into it as, as a teacher here and you really allow, allow yourself to be, um, I don't want to say controlled by it, but be part of it. There are too many things that happen. There's no one thing that really stands out. There's, if it's, right now it's a blur. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll have all sorts of memories in a year. I'll be going, oh, I remember this or that. Or talking to someone, they might remind me of an event or you're running into students and they'll remind you of an event or an activity or something you did in class that, oh, yeah, I remember I did that. You know, <laughs> pretending that I didn't. But um, <laughs> there's no one thing. There's, there's too many things would be the best way to word it. And I would really have to, you know, focus on what would be the one thing that stands out. I think there's too many to say there's any one thing. It would be like asking me who, was my, who would be my favorite student in all seriousness, and I could never answer that. There's too many kids who have done too many different things that, you know, you're proud of or you're happy to see, or, and that doesn't have anything to do with academics. It could be some little teeny tiny accomplishment. It took a big step in their lives, and that's mm -hmm. just as rewarding as somebody for the first time getting an A on a paper or something. Yeah. So, so favorite memories, not when you would dress up as like a... Well, well, those are memories, I but I mean, <laughs> well, that was, well, if you had to put it that way, I guess maybe one of the more interesting times in my life was when I, the first time I had to dress up um, and I had to go shopping for a, a formal dress. <laughs> and so I had to go shopping with, uh, with Ms. Shackle. Most of the seniors would remember her. And I, I forgot where we went. It was one of the, I think it was Ross. And going in there and trying on dresses <laughs> with her standing there, you know, and she would mm -hmm. come out and critique, so no, that doesn't work. You need to try something else. That's, that's a memory. But. Yeah. I guess that also goes with the bonds with teachers, you and, you and Ms. Shackle. Good bonds, yeah, really good bonds. Yeah. Um, the rivalry, the... The, the rivalry, the contrived rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> and freshmen buy into it for a while, but, yeah, I know that's, yeah. that's all the shtick, keeping kids interested. For yeah. sure. I think I would say it worked for a while and people catch on hey they're friends wait a minute yeah, <laughs> yeah. um okay so i mean you mentioned like favorite you couldn't pick a favorite student would you no. say you could pick a favorite graduating class i mean you've had to deal with a lot of seniors as like yeah 28 classes um <laughs> no I'll every class is i mean every class this is something I didn't figure out till I've been here about 10 years. Every class is unique and different, and every class, some of them you can't wait till they leave. <laughs> Seriously, it's like go on because there's, because of the characters that are in the class, for lack of a better euphemism. <laughs> um, but then there are classes that you, you hate to see leave, but there's more than one of those. There are many of them. Each, each class is something different, and you know what that personality is by the time their freshman year is over. You know exactly what they're going to be like. Or not really? exactly, but close to what they're going to be like their senior year, yeah. You can really predict that? Mm -hmm. That is so weird. And it, it has, and it's the students you have or I had as a freshman, but it would also be talking to Shackle or talking to teachers who have other students that I, neither she nor I have, and you suddenly realize you're talking about the same types of uh, characteristics and personality traits that this particular group has and sometimes you wonder what was in the water when the kids were conceived <laughs> that because it's not going really well and then sometimes it's like wow what was in the water because this is a, an outstanding group of yeah. kids so interesting yeah so that contradicts uh just wanted to point out to mr anderson who's uh listening in on this conversation he was trying to say that class of 2007 
was uh, the favorite class, but I'm, I'm glad to hear. That was one of those classes. That was one of those classes where you wonder what was in the water. For the when, bad reason. For the bad reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Glad, I do have stories about. I do have stories about Mr. Anderson in Germany, if you want to hear them. But, oh, um, I would love to hear them. But I can't put it on the pods. So. <laughs> oh yeah, you've taken people to uh, like yeah. Europe and stuff. Do you yeah. have any like memories from that, or just? Um, once again, it's looking at kids when they see something for the first time in real, in real mm -hmm. time, and real in front of it, and the some of them actually lean back or almost shocked at what they're seeing because it's not it's not like a picture like the first time some kids see the Eiffel Tower, mm -hmm. um, and they're um, standing in front of it and they think it's just this tall structure until they're standing there by it and they begin to realize the magnitude of what they're in front of or uh, watching kids walk around. Um, Rome or Florence or something that they may or may not have learned about in high school and that you see them suddenly get a feel and a vibe for where they are and more importantly when you get back suddenly that's all they're talking about they're not talking about you know, where did they eat or what they drank it's how they saw things and it hits them after they've left and mm -hmm. they come back in the fall many of them and, or have all these conversations about what they saw not necessarily while they're there but when it all starts to sink in Kinda, so yeah processing it mm -hmm. yeah for sure that's interesting so you mentioned earlier that it used to be all boys when you started mm -hmm. here. Would you say, I mean, I, I'm just going to guess that's probably the biggest change in student life, but would you say there's anything else as far as, like, student life that has changed? Like, are all the rallies seeming the same or all that type of stuff? Well, the rallies are very different. One was all boys, <laughs> so we won't go there. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, well, I got to watch when we first went co-ed. It was very difficult for some of the teachers. It was very, very difficult for the junior and senior boys. Um, but by the time the freshman class that came in, co-ed class was graduating, it was just a natural thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, how has student life changed? How, thank you. How <laughs> student life changed. Uh, I think until COVID, there, the boys weren't as ac active in a lot of the activities. There would be more of an involvement in athletics. There was student activities, but it wasn't a dominant or powerful thing. And up to... A year and a half ago, it was one of the. It had become one of the um, main elements of campus life here. Even kids who weren't involved were involved by taking part mm -hmm. in all sorts of activities. And uh, Mrs. Holmes and Miss Royball and the people who preceded them had done a really good job of making that a, a very integral part of the school and what it was or is. And um, it's all changed right now, but that's this is an artificial change. It'll go away. Mm -hmm. But the involvement of students have become much, much greater um, in all aspects. Sometimes there are 35, 40 clubs yeah. that had quite a few kids. And I don't know what it is now, but I know that um, it was a very vibrant part of the school. Yeah, I think it's something like that, like 40-ish. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's huge when you start thinking about it. it might be five kids, it might be 20 kids, or mm -hmm. some of the clubs even more. So. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be a hard one for you. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. What do you think is special about CB? <laughs> well, it's a, hmm. It goes back to, um, well, obviously the kids and stuff, but what holds it all together, and this is, some people will go, okay, this is a textbook answer, but it's this whole thing, this the Lasallian charism. Um, what the brothers' philosophy is in terms of if you're doing it right, how you're connecting to the kids, 
how you're helping the kids, how you're, you're working with all of them. And um, I remember my first year here, uh, one of the brothers reminded me that there's no such thing as a bad kid. They have problems that we don't understand. I might disagree with them now uh, <laughs> because of two different experiences in my life, but um, yeah. 20 some odd years ago. But the, 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 the need to, or not the need to, the importance of connecting with the students, or at least, and if you're not even, you can't connect with every kid in your classroom anyways, be, that's impossible, but mm -hmm. um, seeing them for what they are and what they can become and trying to do your best to make that happen, regardless of what that means sometimes in terms of, you know, putting in some extra time, even though that extra time is grading or being available uh, to them more than just sitting there to talk about a subject matter, but also to talk about them if they want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Not as a counselor per se, but <laughs> being there, you know, being there for them when they need it. Or being, for that matter, for the teachers being there for each other when that's needed as well. Yeah. So I think that's, that's what makes the school stand out because I have friends who've just retired from uh, public schools and they don't have the, con the connection with the students isn't there, it's not palpable. Um, and you can walk on to other high schools and you don't still, you don't, Does minus this year, same. you don't yeah. feel that connection where you here you can get a sense that there's something different. And sometimes you can't put words to it. It's, it's more just seeing that, recognizing that there's something special and it's not, it's not academic and it's not tangible in a way you can't really, to me, you can't quantify it if it's there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I think definitely LaSallean charism is what makes CB special. Yeah, and it's different. No other. I mean, other schools have charisms, but there's something about this one about the connection that uh, that's part of what hooked me after a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. Recognizing that. <laughs> okay, so now looking forward to your future, what what's next for you? What's retirement look like for you? Don't have an answer. You don't have an answer. No, no. plans. Uh, well, we wanted to travel, but that's being kind of curtailed. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, in the future. In the future, yeah, yeah. we had some trips that we'll we'll go back to Europe and we've mm. some places to visit in the United States. I'll spend more time on these coasts. Our, our kids are all out there, so we'll spend more time there. Um, waking up later, <laughs> reading books I want to read, um, even if there are history books. One of my freshmen today asked if I was going to read history books when I retired, and I said, of course, and they thought I was sick. Um, <laughs> they were shocked by that. Um, of waking up some days knowing that there's nothing planned and i can do what i want um a wise old person told me a few years back don't make any permanent plans the minute you retire because you'll regret it within two years so I'm, we're just going to take it my wife and i are going to see where it goes and where day we end day. up and how we're going to do it yeah day by day and, and plan things down the road you yeah, know in terms of trips sure. but you know where do you want to go today i can say that and do it as opposed to we've got four hours before i have to do something so not have to worry about being on a schedule all the time. right and so in a way it's it's, it's a whole new world and a whole new a, a true real adventure again thank you mr english for taking the time to be on the pod and reflect on your time at cb and for your many years of dedicated service to our community and thank you for listening to our last episode of Talent Talk. Until next time.